All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Chaotic Cast. I'm Bryce. I'm Swoop. And I'm Mackenzie. And today we are going to be talking about episode six, the things about Bodil. That's what's fun, right? Oh, man, not Bodil. Bodil. The greatest, the most important creature in all of Param, Bodil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. AKA so, the guy who doesn't give nuts about Tom. Yep. So, a couple of things before we start. Codemaster Hardrock made it to a thousand subscribers. So, That's right. Good for him. And speaking of Codemaster Hardrock. He just started a new series called Reviewing Every Creature from Every Chaotic uh, Pack. And he said something interesting. So whenever he was looking at some insect-like cards, like, say, I don't know, uh, Lindina or Grahul, he said something interesting that has to do with the past episode. Oh, he said that they looked like they should be Danians too. <laughs> <laughs> oh so I'm my. not alone in this. Uh-huh. Oh no! And I have the most powerful. I have the most powerful reason for being right because Codemaster Hardrock said I was right. Yeah, uh, totally. Hardrock says you're right doesn't mean that you're actually right. He's not Excuse an actual me. Codemaster, remember that. Excuse me. He is our one in to Brian, to Brian Gannon. If he says I'm right, then I'm right. Oh, yeah? What about Rymusa Rudd? Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Right. Oh, there's... So, any announcements from you guys? Uh, nothing from me, as of right now. Well, um, I've got an announcement to make. Um, so I saw, um, these chaotic episodes, and they were really awesome. And one thing that you should know, there's this one friend on TikTok. Hold on. Let me, let me go on TikTok. There's this friend of mine. And his, I think his name is Chaotic Futures. Yeah. And I believe he's not. from Canada, I guess. Those lucky sons of bitches with all their free health care. <laughs> yeah. Germany, Germany, Germany has free health care as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Chaotic Futures. He, he's a huge fan of Chaotic. Not gonna lie. You should check, you should check out his TikTok. All right, is that it? Yeah, that's it. All right, so today we are going to be talking about the Bodil episode. So I ha- I ha- I I made I'm putting notes in my notebook about this episode. <laughs> All right, so at the start of the episode, we see Kaz and Tom sneaking around Kiro City at nighttime. 
Which this actually brings up something that I kind of want to talk about. So does Chaotic follow the standard 24-hour day-night cycle? Hmm. Good question. Well, I mean, that would only apply to, like, the overworld. The overworlders and the uh, Mepedians, since they're in the overworld. The Danians and the underworlders live underground, so. True. But my question still stands. Does... Do they follow the same day-night cycle? Hmm. That is a very good question. Which I would I wouldn't want to be a person that has to wait till nighttime and you have to wait two days for it to be nighttime and chaotic. <laughs> anyway, questions for another day. So we see Tom and Cass sneaking around the overworld and Tom says something that's really kind of profane and interesting. Because Cass says that he's nervous around the overworld, showing how much time he spends as the thing. The thing about this is, Cass plays a lot of underworld creatures. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if all that nervous, like all the underworlders, are probably really nervous going over to the overworld. So I wonder if that's kind of... I always wonder this because it's like... There's a couple animes and stuff that kind of touch on this subject. But if you spend enough time as a creature, that creature will probably start to bleed into you as well. Wow. I mean, you're not wrong. So it's like, I think Kaz is like... He's kind of nervous right now because every, almost all the creatures he plays are underworlders, and they would be nervous going into Kiru City. Mm. True. Know, it's, yeah. just, it's just something that I kind of thought of while I was watching this episode. It's like, how? It's like, how would being able to take over a creature affect your psyche? So, they go to the Overworld Armory, which is its location. I don't remember what the location does. Don't worry, I'm looking it up. Look it up, look it up, look it up. You see how professional we are? <laughs> yeah, totally. Do, 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 do. Looking it up. Alright, I'm going to keep going. So, as you look it up, I'm going to keep going. You just jump in whenever you find it. Yeah. So, they, they find the overworld, armory. the overworld Armory. It's called Bodle's Arsenal. Oh, Bodle's Arsenal. <laughs> of course, oh, Bodle would call it Bodle's Arsenal. Ooh. That's true. Because Bodle is the caretaker of this place. Which we'll find out about caretakers in a later episode. Mm-hmm. So they sneak in. Go ahead, Swoop. Yep, yeah, found it. Uh, Bottle's Arsenal. 
Initiative Wisdom. When this becomes the active location, each player may return a battle gear from their discard pile to play and equip it to an unequipped creature that player controls. And it's an ultra rare. Wow. Yep. So we see them sneaking into the arsenal and looking around. And they see a bunch of thunder lances, I believe they're called. Lightning lances. Yeah, because they're not the regular psych lance, so it. I think those. No, I are think they are just the regular psych lance. The, uh, use of the Mepedian Royal Guard. Yep. Basically, everyone got their hand. It's basically. It's basically like the M16 of this world. Everyone has them, and everybody uses them. <laughs> well, uh, I guess that, I guess that would be more the AK-47 anyway so they go, they sneak in and he's like just scan and Kaz is still nervous so he's like, just scanning through the thing he's like no I want my pick of the litter which that's just that's just begging for begging for trouble <laughs> and he says Kaz is thinner I'm not sure how by my I guess Kaz is thinner, which I, I feel like that's kind of insulting to Kaz. Yeah. <laughs> so he sneaks through. Only Tom is then ambushed by Spider, which we talked about last episode. Oh, yeah. Yep, Spider. Spider hey. is an underworld creature. I don't believe he has a card. No, he does not. Nope. Which that's that's kind of surprising. Yeah, I know, right? Because you would think that they would wait for a little... I'm talking about this from a production standpoint. You would think that they would be more likely to... Uh, I don't know how to put this. More likely to put the creatures that don't exist in further in the right, season. Yeah. But, but I mean... First episode, they had Thonder, which True. he's never had a card ever made. True. There's a lot of cards that haven't been made that it seems like they just made up those cards just so that they were easier to animate. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, there are some characters who uh, don't have a compatibility of stuff like that. I mean, you try. I mean, uh, oh, what's that? I have a bunch of her cards, and I can't remember. Uh, Kekliana? Is that how you pronounce it? I don't. We're talking about. We're talking about the in. We're talking about the millipede lady, right? Kamangara. Yeah, Kamangara. Ah, you yeah. Can animate Kamangara into this show. <laughs> well, she was mentioned in one episode in the Cool Tom episode. She was mentioned, but she was never seen. Oh. You try to, you try to animate a giant insect. I mean, they animated a gigantic dragon, Aqua, but uh, they and uh, they animated a uh, what was his face? I'm trying to a uh, Zapater, a gigantic lava elemental. True, but it seems like those are a little bit easier. I want to say, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so they go. So they manage to get into the armory. 
Kaz managed to get into the armory while uh, Spider has taken an aerodrome. Which is that's some that's some futuristic technology right there. Ah uh, yeah. Yep. This came out in two thousand eight. Drones weren't a thing. Yeah. The aerodrone was yeah. And that was a a later card. The aerodrone wasn't printed in the first set. It was actually until uh the first Morellian invasion uh, set. Yeah, that didn't surprise me. Yeah. Super rare as, as well, but it looks nothing. The card looks nothing like what it looks like in the show. Yeah. Uh, its effect is whenever equipped creature deals air damage, you may look at the top four cards of your attack deck and put them back on top in any order. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, can we uh, continue okay. the episode, please? So, Tom runs away from Spider, which attracts the attention of Bodo. Yep. Ah, good old Bodo. So, Bodo is... Well, go ahead, Mackenzie. Yes, he's this caretaker, and he's like this um, genius with like a green alien-like type. He probably doesn't like Tom at all. No, he, he secretly likes Tom. He just, he has a... Total is a Tsundere. ...emotion without coming off as, like, a huge douche. Because he's also pretty arrogant. Yeah. Total is a Tsundere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I expected more of a reaction from that. <laughs> Alright, so, yep, he's he's sneaky and clever. Right. Mm-hmm. Bodil. Yeah, Bodil is basically the overworld version of Olmar, because he also makes battle gear. Yeah. He doesn't make battle gear, he just kind of... No, he, no, he it, for gear. those he who... Made, he invented the Telebracers, he built that machine with Ulkiex to try and take out the Morellians, but it ended up backfiring and helping the uh, Danians tunnel under Kiru City. Did he? I always saw him as kind of like a, a requisitions officer. Like, he's yeah, the guy you talk to when you need a gun guy, for your... Yeah. I mean, that's probably his... That's probably what he does when he's not building battle gear. That's True. probably, like, his... Everything he does in between projects. True. But as, as we clearly find out in later episodes, he never... Bodo's work is never truly done. Nope. Which that kind of that kind of sum they kind of sum up that whole what everything we just said with the the card the card little snippet that we get from the card is the the trouble with Bodo is that Bodo is troubled. <laughs> yep. Which that's 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 very accurate. So eventually Bodo somehow managed to scare Bodo. Tom gets trapped in a net made of spiders, spider web. And Bodo saves him, which is very surprising. And the thing, the thing that, uh, the, the, uh, the thing about Bodo is he can't even lift a fucking psych lance. Nope, no way. Which, that is very, 
that's very telling. Yeah. Because even even some of the other creatures that we've seen use the psych lances haven't had very much strength, and yet he can't even lift a psych lance. Yeah, his power and courage stats are kind of low, but his wisdom and speed stats are pretty high. Yep. He is sneaky and clever. Mm-hmm. Very clever indeed. So, let's skip ahead a little bit. Tom, Spider saves Tom. No, it's not Spider. Bodo saves Tom from Spider. And Tom says, Tom says the worst word that you can say to Bodo is I owe you. Oh, no. Oh, hell That's no. That's the deal with the devil right there. So, and Bodo gets really fucking smart. He's like, yes, I believe you do. And Kaz, Kaz finally gets back to Tom. He's like, no, 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 no go, no go, no go. <laughs> so, Tom decides to scan Bodo. Ugh, I can't. I can't. I, can't. So, I have a hard time. Deal with them. They want to scan the aerodrome, but Bodo won't let them. So he's like, "I'll make you a deal. You scan me, use me in your battle, and if you win, I'll let you, you ha- get a scan of the aerodrome." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Which, to be honest, that's a pretty good deal when you think about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, look at look at it this way. Tom has Mexor right now, and we'll see that in the later episode. So he's pretty confident. He's like, Sorry. I won't even have to use Bottle. It'll be fine. All right, swoop. Continue. Swoop. Yeah. You can go. You can pick it up from here. I've been talking a lot. Uh, yeah. So. They get back to Chaotic, and they go off to Tom's next match against Tank, codename, or screen name, Agro999. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. Good old 2000 screen names. Yep. <laughs> At first, I thought it was Agro999, like uh, Agro the creature, but now it's just Agro. Yeah. yeah. It's aggro. It's it's Except typical gamer slang. He's so aggro. He's a meathead. <laughs> All right. So, so it's a 6v6 match. And, oh, there goes my binder. Uh, Tom has Maxor, Atala, Gespidin, Zerv, Dractyl, and Bodil on his team. Aggro has. Tangeth Toborn, Ulfiden, Blazer, Staluk, Valrath, and Rymusa. Yes, Overworlders versus Overworlders. Yes. And we see this is the first appearance of Tangeth Toborn. Oh, yes. The lion the himself. Greatest hero. Chaotic's greatest hero. Yep. The Giga Chad of Chaotic. <laughs> yes, Lion! Yeah, I think, That's like my impression of DJ Khaled right here. I think he's one of the cards that has the most, like, different cards. He has Tangus Toborn, Tangus Toborn in training, and then Tangus Toborn Overworld General. No, Nadrin has him beat. Nadrin has four cards. Well, Nadrin is Nadrin. 
He's the he's the he's the muse with the big dick energy. Yeah. <laughs> so I believe that the first battle is Maxor versus Tangith, right? Yes, in the Force of Life, I want to believe. Yes, the Force of Life, Force my of life. absolute favorite location. I don't remember what the Force of Life does. I think it's just. I think it's just it gives the people more energy. Uh, I think it gives the creature with the most power a five energy boost. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Force of Life, Initiative, Wisdom. At the beginning of of combat, the engaged creature with the highest power gains five energy. If both creatures have the same power, there is no effect. Which that I think that goes to Maxor. Yeah. Probably. So we see that they're fighting, and to be honest, Maxor and Tangus are pretty evenly matched. Yep, they're both at least in the show. Warriors. They're both warriors. They're both smart. They're both brave, I guess. Yep. But eventually, Maxor managed to get to get the upper hand with the music. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty good. So, after Maxor wins, we just see Tom just wrecking house. Yep. It, it's basically a five-creature sweep for Tom. To, and it all aggro has left is Rymusa in I forget where it, what the location was, but he was Glacier Plains. Really? Because I thought he was sinking in quicksand. No, nope. wait, wait, was he? Oh yeah, he was. That yeah, was like, was I think it's like that. Quicksand. I think that's I think that's the Mapedian Oasis. Probably, or it was maybe some place in a jungle and no I, no I remember it now the reason why I thought it was the glacier plains because it was barren yeah they were on the edge of a cliff so yeah I think it's like the Mopedian desert or something yeah probably but Tom as Maxor got cocky and left uh, aggro to just be consumed by the quicksand but then he pulls out the Magician's Lyre, which is a battle gear that, when sacrificed, it gives the creature an extra Magician counter. Which now, that was actually something I talked about when I saw this episode I wanted to talk about. I asked about this on the Chaotic Discord. I was like, how does one gain a Magic? Hmm. Because it seems pretty permanent whenever you use a Magician, but somehow they always get it back. Maybe it's just like an overtime kind of thing. Like uh, that's what that's kind of what the consensus was for most people on the Discord was it's it's either an overtime thing, or they can use a magician's liar uh, over and over and over again. Hmm. Well, Ramusa naturally has one magician, and with a second one from the uh, magician's liar, he first casts the. Uh, course of Kothika, which is a real card. At first it wasn't. It was printed 
in the second set, Zenith of the Hive. It's a generic music. Until the end of turn, you may spend music counters on target creature as if they were music counters from any tribe. So basically, it turns target creature into a heptad. I think at this time, Zenith of the Hive was released. Hmm. I don't remember all the release dates of the packs. Okay. But then, after using the Chorus of Kothika, Rymusa used the anime-only Song of Returning. Not to be confused with Song of Revival, Song of Returning is, yes, it's an underworld music, like Song of Returning, or Song of Revival, but Song of Returning can get back any creature. But it does not bring back the Balgear that was equipped to it, or any of its Mugician counters. I'm not... I'm not even sure what... Did he give... Did he give, uh... Tangith his Sword of Chaot? No, we never saw what uh, was equipped to Tangith Toborn in this uh, episode. Like, the only Balgear that I remember seeing was the Mugician's Liar. Yeah, because... Maybe because it's we saw, club. Maybe because we saw um we didn't see any of the other battles. We just saw them doing a quick snapshot of a battle and then this car getting destroyed. Yeah. So anyway, and... Tom gets super cocky and he he's like, Yeah, I aced the batch and then he's like and then the car like, Nah and then Agra's like, nah and then he sees and then Tangeth a uh, card appears on the screen and then that's when we have the Glacier Plains battle yep that's uh, the Glacier Plains versus uh, Maxor yep and Maxor is really weak right now because he went through all those battles so he was able to be defeated and again they well first they they throw both like a they both throw like an inferno gust at each other or a torrent of flame each at each other, and they're basically just melting glacier plains, and it's basically become a lake with a bunch of ice blocks that they're now standing on. Uh, Tangeth Selborn tries to jump from the larger rocks to each to each other one, but he kind of slams on the last one and like hurts himself a bit and. Tom, not paying attention to his surroundings like Bruce Wayne and uh, Batman Begins, uh, he just points and laughs as his little uh, ice block that he's standing on is slowly but surely goes right off of a waterfall and coats him. To be honest, he got, Tank got really lucky with that. Yeah. Because he literally just did the same the same thing that Tom did. Which I get that he's trying to be like poetic justice or something, but still, he was playing the same game that he just got luckier. <laughs> right. It's like it's like two people playing Russian roulette and one guy dies, he's like, I'm gonna try it. So table's turn and now it's tank's turn to uh, start coding all of tom's creatures yep which i do something i do like about the matches right now is 
at the end of Tangus, because Tangus only because Tom, there's too many T's in this fucking episode. Yep, Tangus, Tank, and Tom. Because Tank only had Tangus, he doesn't transform back. So he doesn't need to do anything. Because you see in the episode when he's like, when Tom is really nervous about saying Bodle, he he's still as tanked. He goes, go on, say those beautiful words. Well, first, there's the battle before Bodle. Uh, yep. It's uh, Tang of Toborn attacks Dractyl in the uh, storm tunnel. And Tom, as Dractyl, asks, like, who's the idiot that put the storm tunnel in their location deck? <laughs> and Tang of Toborn is, like, hanging on to the wall for dear life. And they're, like, right next to each other. And it's like... And, Tanks, as Tang of Warren says, the guy who's going to win this match and just wall of flames him. Like, that, the thing, like I said, Tank is getting really lucky. Right. He's not being smart right now. He's just getting really lucky. Yeah. Because that, could, because that match, the match before that, it could have gone either way. Yeah, Dracto should have won that match because... The this is I think this is the first time we've seen the storm tunnel. Uh, initiative power. Uh, actually, I think the storm tunnel has just as many cards as as Nadrin. I think it also has four cards. Uh, uh, yeah, it does. I just I know it does because I was just doing because I was just redoing my card binder and I have all four of the I have all four of the storm tunnel. Hmm. Well, the original storm tunnel initiative power. Air attacks deal additional 5 damage, and water attacks deal 5 less damage. And Dractyl, being the overworld gigantic flying turkey, should have won that match because he has access... Oh no, he doesn't. I just looked him up. He doesn't have access to air attacks. Huh. Nope. He should. Like, the opening intro, his... Like, when... Tom uh, scans him in, like, the theme song reel. His yeah. scan does have air attacks. So. Well, that's that's the show and the card game don't always true. match yeah. up. And now we move on to Bodle attacks Tangatoborn at the... In Kiru City. Kiru City. Now, I believe we've never talked about the card Kiru City. It yeah. is a Rare or super rare from the first set? I'm not sure. Kiru City has also had a couple different things. Yeah, because it has they had a, a different bunch thing. Of different uh, locations, and they're the Kiru City tunnels, the also had... the Overworld Library. Yeah, the Overworld Library, and then they had the, the Kiru City from they had Kiru City Pass too. The Kiru Village. Oh yeah, Kiru Village. It's not a city yet, it's just a village. Right. But the Kiru City card is Initiative Wisdom, Overworld Creatures Gain 10 Energy. It's 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 the place you want to be if you're an Overworlder. Right, yeah. It's a place you so, 
Also, I want to talk about something. Yeah. Did you when they're battling this alley? This alley is gonna be a permanent fixture. This one fucking alley has a whole bunch of shit go down in it. What alley? Like where they? Uh... Where like where Bodo gets cornered? Oh yeah. That alley is gonna be permanent. <laughs> Because you see that in, you see that on the Kaor's attack for Kiru City. You see that it's it's you see this alley a lot, and I'm I'm gonna call it out every time I see it, <laughs> and you will see how many times we do it. We're gonna start a counter for that. So, the battle goes on as it probably should. Tanga Toborn just trying to hit Bodil, but Bodil's, but Tom being as the cowardly Bodil, since he has pretty low courage, he's just running away on his short, stubby legs. Hmm. But he's pretty fast. Yeah, he's pretty fast. He waddles. Bodil waddles. He doesn't run, he waddles. I don't think he waddles. He has, like, a pretty fast shuffle. Like, uh, if you've ever watched the show One Piece, if you've seen Brooke want it running on water, that's how I would describe uh, Bodil running. Mm-hmm. So, we see... So, Bodil gets cornered in that fucking alleyway. And then we see... And Tom, Tom has to go into the creature. And he's like... He just accesses his mind, and then he's like, oh, oh, he sees the secret uh, tunnel entrances for the Cure City tunnels. Secret tunnel! That's how he did it. Secret tunnels. Secret and tunnel. where we get into probably the latest, one of the later uh, locations that was printed, the Cure City tunnels in the... Yep. The uh, second uh, Merlion Invasion set. Initiative Muge. Creatures with 35 or more scanned energy deal 10 less attack damage. When any player shuffles their attack deck, that player reveals a new active location. Which, that's that's why he's probably able to win at this point, because if we assume that this tunnel has the same effect in this episode as it does before, Bodo doesn't have that much energy. But Tangus has a lot of energy. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, in, uh, in the show, Bodil has, uh, let's see now, he has 40 he has 25. regular energy in the regular card game. And let's see about Tangus Toborn. Because I know for some reason, Interest and Tangus Toborn had, like, low stats. For some reason, yeah. Tangus Toborn's, uh, Real life card has twenty five to thirty five scan energy. Yep, that makes sense. So, Bodo keeps on popping around, and it's, it's like it's like playing whack a mole with Tangus. Right, and <laughs> Tank is just so annoyed and pissed off. He's not annoyed; he's pissed. Yeah. Well, when you're pissed, you're also probably annoyed. Yeah, true. 
and that's and then he probably I think he figures out what's going on because he saw one of the holes close. Yep, and so, he reach, he throws. I think he throws a rock into it. Yeah, and so one of the closing doors to keep it open so that he can get a grip with his fingers and just wrench it open. Which I don't know how I don't know how Tangus got into those tunnels because those tunnels are pretty fucking thin. Yeah, they they are kind of small, but and Tangus got Tangus got like. Kind of guy, he, he's not okay. overly muscular. He's not. He's like got fucking. He's got fucking tail. football shoulders. Uh, yeah, he does have the shoulder pauldron. That's true. No, he he doesn't even have the shoulder pauldron. He has fucking footballer shoulders. Uh, Tanga oh, Tobart yeah, is like a giant true, yeah. T. He is literally a giant T. <laughs> Hell no! He is not. No! 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 <laughs> so he thinks he's got the advantage because he's finally in Bodo's little hidey hole. But right. Bodo's got more secrets. Yep. There's like trap doors and secret walls in the uh, tunnels, and Bodo uses that to his advantage and just traps Tang of Toborn in, in between two walls. Something I want to think about this just dawned on me. You know what this? You know what the secret tunnels kind of remind me what? of? What? Gigantum Topple. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. They even have kind of those little symbols on top of them to show where they are, and they have all these secret traps, and they're automated somehow. Right. Probably through musical infusion. Maybe. Or maybe it's just technology or something. True, yeah. yeah. Which, that kind of reminds me of Gigantum Topless, so the thing that, that I want to say this because it's starting, because it still pisses me off. We were probably going to discover more about Gigantum Topless in sooner episodes. Yeah, I mean, there was the the past episode, the, there was the one episode where they did go to Gigantum Topless there was uh, the episode in the past where Kiru and Vlar and their overworld squad went to Gigantumsopolis, and then there was the Avena versus Nivena, uh, Chris, uh, Gisela versus Cristela episode where the location was uh, Iklo's Lighthouse, uh, yep. anime only uh, location where it's believed that the giants built. That location, like they built Gigantumtopolis. Yeah, it's just we see all these brilliant, fucking important locations, and just as we were about to get a lore drop, the whole fucking show just imploded on itself. Hell, maybe even the giants built the doors of the deep mines. I, those doors are. It wouldn't surprise to, me. Some for a giant to move through. Yeah, doors of the deep mine. It was pretty big and. They saw the threat that Marillions were to them, so they were like, we're going to put you in here, and we're going to close the door. Maybe, yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh, tunnel. Who's that going? Uh, back to the point where uh, Tangeth is trapped between two walls. Yep. Uh, and he, Tangeth he, is like, you know what? I'm going to power through this. He starts to push against both of the walls. 
in time as Waddle is like, I wouldn't do that if I were you, and just goes out. Waddle's away. And that's when Tangitoborn knocks down both walls, and then that triggers a cave-in. And he's just stuck down there to get coated by falling debris. Yep. And then after the match, we cut to... Does something happen after... I think they uh, talk a little uh, bit. Tank is like, how did I lose to a nobody dork like Bodle? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's accurate. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. And you... Then we cut back to Curious City in Bodle's office where Tom is explaining to Bodle how he won and Bodle's just not buying it because like what seriously? Please, I wasn't born yesterday. <laughs> like, Bodo, it really happened. It's like I may have been born on a Monday, but I wasn't born last Monday. This past Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's like it, that shows how weak Bodo truly is because he doesn't even believe he can do that. <laughs> Like any other creature, they would be like, holy shit, I defeated Tankit? Yeah, I know hearing would have uh, been like, I beat Tankit on Yes, suck it! <laughs> yeah. Imagine if Kaz <laughs> did I brought, that. I beat a week at Tankit Well, I mean, Kaz did do that. In a yeah. Absolutely. He does do that. Actually, is that the next episode? What scavenger scan? No, that's no, not. That, that's a little bit far off. It's uh, bugging out. That's the one where. Yeah, the next episode is bugging out. Uh, the, that's the one where. Um, yeah, when they kidnapped Tara. That's not. That's not where we see the Danians. That's where we see the Queen of the Danians, right? Bugging out? No, 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 no. 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 This is the part where Sarah uh, gets kidnapped. Uh, yeah, see, uh, Queen Alexia. That's like near the end of the first season. Oh yeah, episode thirty-eight, big time. But yeah, that's that's right near the end of the episode. That's like two episodes away from the end of the season. Right. What does bug? Wait, what's bugging out? Uh, it's when uh, Sarah gets a scan of the sting blade, and she's she gets kidnapped. Captured by the Danians and uh, Tom, Kaz, and Peyton try to rescue yes. her. All it's right. First time we see Wama and Odu Bathax and Lod. Yep, that's the first. This is that's the that's the that's the introduction to to the Danians. Yeah, is we know about Overworld, as we know about Underworld, is now we're going to be Danians, and then eventually, as we know about, we also know about Vampedians too. This is this is our final tribe of this season. We finally learned about the Danians. Yeah. Yep. And then it's gonna be it's gonna be everyone's favorite episode after that. Mm-hmm. I forget which episode is that. It's the most quotable episode. Uh Come on. They're all the lava pond. Lord of Treachery? No. Everything in flux. Ah! 
yes. That's where that yeah, that's where that fucking gift comes from. Oh, yes. That's the one. What was the gift? What's the gift? Gift? They're all the lava pond. Oh yeah. They're all the lava pond. Yeah. But my favorite quote is uh, is what is Thomas Mesmer is like uh Belgear doesn't work at Iron Pillar, yep. but this does. Uh-huh. Alright, save it for the episode. Yes, that that's it for this for the thing about Bodle. Yeah. So thoughts, concerns, thoughts and concerns about this episode? I really think it, if Tom was smart enough about this, he would have recorded the battle. If Scanners could record battles. I don't think they could Which I think they could. Battles. I mean, they've got video cameras on there for, like, Skype communication. Yeah, true. So maybe Kaz, if they couldn't record, if Tom couldn't record the battle, Tom yeah, Kaz but that... could have recorded the battle with his scanner to show proof. Yeah, but then uh, I don't think they can record episodes. I think they can just. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, we see the formation of Tom's friendship slash. I don't know. No, uh, no, 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 no. Let's not go that far. Let's go. Tom's acquaintance with Bottle. Yes. Sad. Mm-hmm. We see Tom gets. This is basically where Tom gets his info. Yep, this is Tom's Wama slash hearing. Yeah. Who's. Wait, who's. Now that I think about it, who's Peyton's? Uh, Who's Peyton's then? Like, friends with all the. Mainly Seattle. He's mainly friends with Seattle. Yeah, true. I mean, he's like cool with all the Mepedians. Uh, he's friends with. He's Sean, cool with Tien, most of the Mepedians. And Enray Hep. He's cool with like most of the Mepedians. There's still some, because we'll see in, I think it's Castle Bromheim. Oh, yeah. Because we have to deal with that whole thing. Uh, Castle Bodron thing. Yeah. Castle Bodron or Bust. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think Mudinu saw Peyton. Uh, yeah, no, he doesn't, because we see in a later episode that we see, we, I think it's in, uh, I don't remember what it was. Uh, let me look at it. A fuck's too far. Uh. We see that there, we see that Peyton and Kaz are sneaking into the Mepedian armory. Yeah, but I don't think uh, Mudinu uh, ever noticed the two of them. We see that um, we see that he's friends that Peyton is friends with the guard at there and he says don't hurry up because he says hurry up because Mudinu is coming. Soon, yeah, but and it, we don't want it's not because to see of it. the two of them. It's because of Kaiba and Jigarex breaking in. Yeah, true. I don't know. Uh, I think I think we got everything. Yep. Yeah. All right. So next episode is to reminder, reminder to myself and us. Uh, bugging yep. out. Yep. 
And we'll see you then. I'm Bryce. I'm Swoop. And I'm Mackenzie. Signing off.